You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Dom Grimal of The Last Felony, Ion Dissonance, and Cryptopsy. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Uh, yes. You, young man. So what is your question? Two silicon boys were talking outside. Are you exhausted? Talking outside. Or are you living in a late stage capitalist society that's enduring the pandemic? That has no guarantee of health care or housing. And that's not normal and is putting all of the weight and exhaustion on working people. Ask me anything. Check, check. COVID-19. COVID-24. COVID-2022. COVID-2 two million. Can we stop? <laughs> you are so over COVID, Can man. we stop? You're so over it. We're going to get uh, deplatformed because of how against COVID you are. I... No, well, you get deplatformed for misinformation. Yeah, but the, the, the saying, "Hey, I think maybe, maybe some of our positions here and and policy actions have been a, a, a touch extreme or misguided." That's considered misinformation. Yes, you're the, wrong for having that opinion. Yeah, and you must be terminated. You it's, must be taken out by the Jewish space laser. Extreme prejudice. <laughs> Yo, I have to be liquidated. So I've I've started doing what you. Well, this is the worst possible timeline. That's true. I'm Patrick. I'm Eric. I've started doing what you do. Yeah, I take notes. Oh, about pretty good. Thing, things I want to talk about. I'm excited. What do you got? So I don't use Twitter anymore. Yeah, you're so proud of yourself. So Look, you're one of these fuckers. Things that I would normally tweet, I've decided. Why don't we just talk about it on the show, right? Mm-hmm. So let me pull out my notes. Okay, your your tweet drafts. Yeah. Um, you know, when I'm walking around and I have a thought and I'm like, that'd be good to tweet, but instead I'll just jot it down in my notes and we'll talk about it, uh, on the show. Okay. So I have it here. Uh, I have one note. Okay. <laughs> Not a great start. Uh, and my, my thought was, um, like, did anyone, did anyone like, okay, so maybe this is a question to the listeners. Okay. Uh, but it's also just sort of, it's just a question that I have. Did anyone actually buy? Did anyone like grow up listening to Kids Bop? Or was it just a way for like Jesus. predators to like lure children into the entertainment industry? I had no idea that your dress folder was just hacky material. This isn't this isn't a bit. This I'm just genuinely curious. Did anyone actually ever was Kids Bop ever a like I was advertised to hell, but I don't know anyone that ever actually listened to it. No, I suppose not. I think it's just a thing that that like I think it was just a way of, of like Weinstein's to get children into the industry. Maybe not Weinstein wasn't wasn't a kid diddler. No, uh, it's no, a, no, no. You're thinking of Epstein. 
It was a way of uh, yeah, but he wasn't an entertainment guy. I'm thinking of it was a way of Brian Singer. Mm. It was the Brian Singers of the world mm. getting these kids in, doing kids bop. Speaking of which, uh, on the pedo conversation, pedos. Bad, bad Bobby, bad Barbie, bad baby, bad baby, bad baby, B H. That's not, but that doesn't make baby. <laughs> bad baby. Mm-hmm. The rhetoric online was. So she made a million dollars in six hours on OnlyFans. <laughs> Wait, is she's of age? Yeah, she she turned eighteen, I guess, recently. Okay, and people jumped out with so many pedos out there. Am I? Am I confused? Like, eighteen? Yeah. Like, am I? Am I confused? Like, at what? At what point would they? Here's here's why I ask, because. Is age the demarcation or is physical appearance? Because there's this like porny type of girl who is like way too small, makes me very uncomfortable, right? Like, is is that it? Or is it age? Like, because she it's age, it's age. No, I'm not saying in I'm not saying legally or if for a thinking person. I'm talking about these people. Because bad baby looks like she's 18 plus. Am I mistaken? I I don't I couldn't pick her out of a lineup. Did, but she's this is like a trashy white girl. Yeah, yeah, but it's not like a person that looks. She doesn't look twelve. Right. You know what I'm saying? So like, I I was just confused, and I was like, I'm out of the game. I'm, I'm like, I, my girlfriend's in her thirties. I guess I'm like, you know, I guess I'm like, don't have any skin in this. Yeah, I, no, I don't know. Age, age is is the marker. She's over eighteen. She's eighteen or over. That's so, the thing. But, so, but then why are these people saying that? Because they're psychotic. Are they just haters? Yes, they're just haters. They're just they're just. I don't. It's know. just such a severe allegation. Yes, it is. Like it's, to me, it's like the most severe. Yes. I don't know. It's uh, uh, these people are just they just there's people that just want to be mad about things. We talk about this every week. People are just angry. They want to hate their 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 neighbor. You know, I don't give a shit. But I just feel bad for, I mean, I guess I don't feel bad for somebody that just made a million dollars and has like maybe 2,200 haters online. She's going to, here's the thing. I'm happy for her success. I'm happy that she made that much money. How soon does she perish? How do you mean? Like, we're going to find her OD'd in a, in a, in a motel room, right? No, she's going to invest it wisely in in, in uh, top one hundred cryptocurrencies and see a healthy return. She's gonna she's gonna turn up dead on Little Zan's tour bus. <laughs> yes, that, that's possible. There's actually. no question. All these kids are taking the fucking benzos and shit. They're all doing the the the. Remember anti- when we tried to talk about drugs and we're like perk thirties? <laughs> we don't, don't, we know, don't know what the fuck drugs. we're talking about. They do, but here's they do like pussy ass drugs. They do like the fucking. I mean, they kill you. Well, yeah, anything will kill you. You take too much of it, except weed, I guess. But I mean, that'll just that'll kill your whole soul if you take too much of that. But no, it's they they they're uh, they fucking take like uh, you know what's that shit? It's like antidepressants. They just they C- OD on antidepressants. You know, Kratom pill, pills that make you not a pussy, but then make your problems worse. Oh, SSRIs. Yeah, yeah. They they take they take things that just tamp down the bad feelings until they overflow and then they're really bad feelings. <laughs> and then you got to take something stronger and then by the time you're fucking 25, you're on lithium. Is that lit? This is just... Uh, listen, this is the medicated future that we're all on. 
right? This is this is the this is the AstraZeneca dawn. This is the Pfizer dawn, the dawn of the Pfizer. This is uh, you know, there's going to be a new strain of COVID every 6 months. We'll have to get another vaccine. We'll have to keep, you know, we'll have to just keep shooting up and just pour billions into these companies over and over. They'll make up new problems that don't exist for you to take more pills for. And this is it. This is my Kanye Tom Cruise moment. <laughs> this is where you come out against uh, medication. Stop sorts? taking meds. Everyone stop it. Mental fortitude. Wow. This is very controversial. <laughs> now, listen. What? So am I supposed to walk it back now? Uh, I know. If this was like five years ago, they'd crucify you. Now people are kind of like, I mean, look, everybody that's on SSRIs admits that it's a miserable experience and has made their life worse. So I don't think that there's any, the fucking wind has changed. Here's I think you're good to say it now. Well, no, look, here's the thing. You're on, some people need them, right? Some people have like crippling depression. They can't get out of bed, whatever. You you know. Some people need them, but they never, they never, I mean, seemingly, listen, everybody, I'm not a fucking doctor, but seemingly these things don't work forever. They eventually stop working. And then you're like in a worse situation. You know, these pills stop working. I, I, you know, listen, listen, life is fucking hard and it's depressing and tragic. So people need a little something to get out of bed. That's fine. You won't catch me doing them, but you know. I don't want listen. If you're if you listen to the show and you're on meds, keep taking your meds because you're already on the meds. You can't stop now, otherwise it's really bad. So please, everybody, keep doing what you got to do to be healthy and happy. You just told them they're trapped for life. I mean, hopefully not. I mean, this is the thing. This is. I mean, I think it's like a purely American thing because sometimes, like, if you have to go on, if you're going through some real shit and you got to get on an SSRI, okay. But you're, I don't think you're you're not supposed to take it forever, right? I don't like it's like a cast, right? You don't wear a cast forever. They don't know. There's there's a lot of darkness to this shit because there's certain conditions that on the low therapists will just tell you there's nothing to be done. You know what I mean? And it's so dark. Nobody wants to hear that shit. If you've got that shit, you definitely don't want to hear that. Yeah. But like they'll just say, "Hey, we haven't found anything that works." For what depression? No, no, no. For like some of the other like, like bipolar. No, BPD, schizo, schizoaffective. There's like two others. I forget what the other one is. There's a bunch where they just say, "We kind of just take their money." There's nothing really to be done. You gotta just ignore it, man. I'm back. (laughs) I don't know if you can ignore BPD. You gotta just stop thinking about your problems. Push a rock up a hill. This is what I was saying last week. Carry the rock up the hill. Stop. Get out of bed. Force yourself out of bed. Pretend there's a gun at your head. Get out. Put on your workout clothes. Carry the rock up the hill. Be in the sun. Take a multivitamin. I'm on my John Joseph now. Carry the fucking rock up the hill and stop thinking about your problems. Please. That's the only cure. Ignore the darkness. Don't entertain it. Anytime you feel it creep in... Time to start moving. It's like the Apple Watch, you know, the or the or the Fitbit. You know, the Fitbit tells you when you got to get up and start walking around. It you need a device for that, but it but it, the device is your brain, and every any moment you feel a tinge of sadness, it's like get up, get up, get up, get off the couch, get out of the bed, go for a fucking walk, 
Listen to ska music. Listen to something happy. Go for a walk. Walk up a hill. Stop. You're really the guy that says go for a run when somebody says they're going to kill themselves. <sighs> Listen, if you're going to... It's okay, so am I. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't kill yourself. Don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Please don't do that. Go do anything else. Go kill another person. Uh, well, that's your suggestion? I uh, know, but this is not legal advice, anybody. This is not legal advice. No, no, don't, don't kill, don't hurt, don't hurt anything or anyone. Don't hurt yourself. What about statues of of uh, of uh, Confederate generals? Yeah, sure. Tip it over. Okay, right. I don't care. It's fine. Tip it over. This is a dark subject, man. Listen, everybody, everybody who's out there, listen. We live in a depressing ass reality. A shitty world. The world is shitty. So if you feel shitty, that's not an unreasonable feeling. The world sucks right now. Uh, do what you got to do to maintain, folks. If you got to take pills, far fucking be it for me to tell you not to. But uh, it's my show, so I'm going to say whatever I want. Um, well, maybe let's pivot the subject. This might be hitting a little too close to home for some people. So what else we got? That was my only note. I think that the kids, Bob kids, were brought in for predatory reasons. Uh, I think that's sound rationale. I, I, I don't, I can't imagine that, you know, th- these companies can fudge anything to make it look profitable. So, so, but like, I, I don't think Kids Bop has ever had any cultural impact. I've got a lot of notes. Okay, good. Did you see Nikki Klein's uh, April Fool's joke? No. Did it, did it make people, let, let me guess. It made people angry, and everyone got worked into a shoot, and uh, it was exactly it, it, which was its exact intended purpose. So for people, yes. For, so for people that don't know, <laughs> whoa, what a fucking surprise! For people that don't know, Nikki Klein is an actress, uh, uh, TV presenter. She was on Battlestar Galactica. Uh, she's a, a, a friendly acquaintance of mine, a friend of mine uh, from Al- Albany, uh, New York, where she was for a few years because she was part of Nexium, the cult that some of you have watched a documentary on. Um, she is very funny and underrated because this was her, this was her tweet the other day. Now, so or her uh, Instagram. So, so we remember this is a person who is told all the time that she is a uh, brainwashed person. Yes, and that she, she was in a quote unquote cult. That she was in a cult, and that uh, her, you know, that she's not responsible for her own thoughts. That she is. I, mean, a, I guess it was a cult, right? Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I don't um, know much about it. Dear followers, I know I can be sarcastic at times, but I want to share something very serious. After much reflection and consideration, I have come to some humbling conclusions. I've always said I want to be. Oh, I, I was open to being wrong, but I don't think I truly understood what that meant until today. And now I feel a deep responsibility to share what I've discovered with you as you are part of my journey too. I now see that the choices I made in the past, I now see that choices I made in the past that because they were difficult and sometimes even painful, even though, the, even though they resulted in me getting stronger and building self-reliance were not actually my choices. Please forgive me for acting as if I have free will. I will do better. I know I have a lot of healing to do and I thank you all for your support. Please respect my privacy so I can maintain my position in peace with love, Nikki. And then the follow-up, <laughs> April Fools. <laughs> Subscribe, PewDiePie. So she is becoming a really great, really great troll. Um, 
really great troll. She, she, uh, she's got like cancel survivor in her, in her, uh, in her bio now. And she just, every day trolls come into her life to tell her that she's either a sex trafficker or a, a, a hapless victim, uh, of the cult. And every day she just swats them down because she's got her truth. She was on Smallville. No, that's Allison Mack. Oh, right. Wasn't she in Nexium also? Yes. All right. And for anybody interested, the the women of Nexium who were uh, in DOS, which I don't remember what the fuck it stands for, but Democratic <laughs> Socialists. Yeah. DSA. Yeah. DSA. <laughs> yeah. The women of DSA. That's quite a post. That's like a calendar. Right. Um, they have a podcast thing that they do where they talk about what's real and what's not real, et cetera, about uh, all the uh, documentary work like that's us. been done. Yeah, exactly. Exposing the truth. Right. So I enjoyed that. Shout out to Nikki Klein. Um, in other news, uh, you were not nearly provoked in the same way that I was by the carrot on a stick metaphor employed by uh, a, a, a public health advisor. I mean, it's so... It's so overtly like Orwellian that it's like almost a joke. You know what I mean? For people that don't know what we're talking about, uh, Chris Cuomo interviewed somebody. I think she advises to the CDC. She she is uh, Chris Cuomo, brother of the uh, of the face toucher uh, old old person, face toucher in chief, face toucher in chief, old old person exterminator service. uh, Andrew, Andy. Andy. Andy Quomes. Chris. Hey, I just want to say I don't I don't like the guy, but what the doing to him is wrong. That's what I swear to God, that's what like three fourths of New York is saying right now. <laughs> it's straight up. And and it's funny, people over the age of fifty, the more accusers he gets, the less they believe it. Which is really interesting. Right? <laughs> like straight up. Like it, it's really interesting. It, it because Young, younger people and political operatives go up. Oh, he's got multiple accusers. He's done. But I, I listened to two 50 year olds talk about it and they are just like, like, yeah, but now they're coming out with shit. Like he said something rude to me at my sister's birthday. Like, you know what I mean? Like, fuck this shit. They're trying to set him up. And I think that'll be interesting if they can push their luck so far with like really baseless accusations or like very thin like things that would be like rude but not sexual harassment if they can push those so far that they lose the plot and then old people are just like let's vote for him again i don't care let's fuck it you ask me i think uh i think hillary might be involved with this i don't know that's the direction it's headed i don't know but i don't you know i haven't seen her in a while i don't know for people that don't know this uh, public health official, uh, official, I don't know, I, she, I think she's just an advisor, but she, I think she's maybe Georgetown, wherever the fuck she is uh, a professor. Uh, she speaks exactly like Siri, am I correct? Yeah, she's a prof- I think she's a professor at Nassau Community College. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she used a metaphor that Anarchists, libertarians, minarchists, et cetera, et cetera, had been using, I mean, it's a, it's an old one, of course, but like it, it's one that they'd been using throughout the pandemic, which is just like they're holding our freedoms like a carrot on a stick and uh, telling us that if we do X, Y, or Z, we can have our freedoms back. But of course, that's not how freedoms work. What the fuck are we tolerating this for? And then she actually said it on national television and the libertarian sphere of the internet lost their 
fucking minds. <laughs> and what she said was, we're approaching a very, or we, we have a very uh, small window here to attach policy uh, to things like vaccinations and masks before uh, these states open and our window closes and we can't effectively make those policies. So they're using our freedoms as, a, as so yeah, she said, then what would, if we were to open prematurely, then what would be the carrot? Yeah. How do we incentivize people to do the right thing? But she used the word carrot. Yeah, she did use the word carrot. She said, what would be the carrot? But my whole thing is, yo, there's barely a carrot. Barely a carrot. What a fucking incentive. Florida. (laughs) Texas. Flat. Flat. Texas and Florida. Flat as fuck. And we just got to platform for that. Yeah, probably. So So, it's true. So here's the deal, everybody. Oh, those numbers are fake, though. States, States that are open, that are opening are going to see a spike. Eric and I have been talking about this. Eric and I are two of the dumbest people on the fucking planet. And we still grasped this concept seven months ago that any place that is opening up is going to experience a spike because that's the nature of it. New exposure. That's the nature of it. There has to be a spike. But does that go against our lockdowns? Don't work rhetoric. Oh, no, they they work in the respect that they. You are going to see fewer transmissions if. Nobody can interact with each other. But but the but the places that had the highest amount of cases, the highest amount of deaths, had the strictest lockdowns. Yeah. Well. Okay. So now they're saying, although I should amend this, they said maybe four months ago that they think that that is largely because this is a disease that is spread based on viral load, not mere exposure. I was shooting a viral load earlier. They, yeah. So that is to say that if you are in a room with somebody for an hour your chances of getting it are a trillion times higher than if you walk by them on the street. Which is like zero. Correct. I, I get so annoyed. Like, I, I, if I'm hiking outside, mm-hmm. for, for everybody knows how hikes work, uh, without my mask on, people that walk by me, that put their, they put their mask on and I'm already moved past them before they can get it on their face. Yep. Yeah. I want them to jump off the side of the mountain. Dude, it's just... It doesn't, it doesn't, like, the odds of the, first of all, I don't think I could make it up the, if I had COVID lungs, if I had COVID in my lungs, I don't think I could make it up the mountain. Let's just say that, first of all. But let's say, okay, maybe it's, it hasn't, it hasn't, you know, metastasized yet. I mean, I'm just carrying it because it's early. Let's say, uh, theoretically, me in an open space, open air space, walking past you for like a fucking half second. The, the odds that I would trans, even if I sneezed, like, in your direction, the odds that the virus would be able to get in your fucking face holes is, like, minuscule, right? And again, it's based on viral load. So, shooting them viral loads. So, how would that, how would that work, exactly? Holy fuck, you gotta just a fucking, uh, Jesus Christ, dude. Um... <sighs> Yeah, I don't know. I, I I don't understand it. Whatever, whatever, whatever. COVID. This is this is. It's like it's enough already, people. And 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 I, we were talking about it earlier, but I think you're right. I think the fucking the odds are is that they're gonna put out a new vaccine every year for another strain of this thing. So people are just gonna constantly getting shot up with the with the vaccine over and over again. But they're still gonna be wearing masks outside. 
And we're probably, and I don't know, who knows the next time when we're going to go to a fucking concert or anything again. Probably not till next year. Fucking stupid, man. Fucking stupid. Fucking stupid shit. You got to clean your room, man. What brought you there? I'm looking under your desk. There's like a, there's like clumps of dust. Yeah. What is that? It's hair. I don't know. It's really weird. <laughs> you gotta, you're not listening to enough Peterson, my guy. I guess that's what it is. What's going on? We need to get you on the 12 rules. I need more rules. Yeah, you need you need at least double the amount of rules. What else we got? What else are we talking about? Uh, yeah, no, the lady, the fucking the the health lady. She sound she did. She sounded exactly like Siri. It was creepy. Yeah, and that's what it was like. Yeah, it's 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 so Orwellian. They're using your freedoms to to get you to whatever. Listen, I don't want to get deplatformed off of fucking Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you yeah, know what pa- I'm Patreon just yanking people. Patreon kicked off Whitney Webb for a uh, for publishing um, a a piece that was critical of the AstraZeneca vaccine, probably like two months ago. Not published on Patreon, by the way. Published on her, her own website and her own newsletter. Uh, Patreon deplatformed her for spreading misinformation, which, by the way, wasn't misinformation. Uh, and nobody's using the AstraZeneca vaccine anymore. I don't know the exact details of why it was shoddy. I trust everyone who listens to the show can go check it out for themselves. Um, so, with that in mind, I would rather not lose Patreon. <laughs> so, everybody go check it out. Uh, it's pretty wild. If If you ride with censorship in any form, you suck. Uh, you know, this has been the the mantra of the show for. You know, we've been doing this for like four years. Uh, we we've been talking about COVID for four years. <laughs> That's what it fucking feels like. I think our first episode was like June of twenty seventeen. Yeah, that sounds right. We've been doing this shit for four fucking years. Are we any closer to the truth? Are we any closer to uh, attaining the Supreme? <laughs> I don't think so. No? Uh, can I give you my next my next note? Let's keep it moving. Uh, bananas are for poor people, and I hate the fact that you eat them. <laughs> Why are bananas for poor people? I was at the Whole Foods the other day, and there was uh, like a scruffy meth dude that was walking out, and he had just a banana. And I was thinking, that's the only people I see eat a banana is fucking broke gas station people. I hate the amount of like disgusting bananas in our fridge right now yeah toss them i can't they bring bugs i hate them i hate bananas really yeah they're just an ass fruit i think i've eaten a banana every single day in my life oh i love bananas what's it like to be so poor of mind bananas are fucking dope you're an idiot they got then they got potassium in them you don't even know what potassium does it's ass they're good for you they stop your muscles from cramping i think something like that potassium is good you gotta have potassium that's like one of the most important ones. Listen. There's three people in this life you should listen to. Joe Rogan. John Joseph. Dr. Sebi. <laughs> and our podcast. That's it. That's all you need in your life. And they all, until now, until you defected, they're all staunchly pro-banana. I don't know what the fuck you... You, I think... You're hiding something. Your the banana is too phallic for you, which is why you won't eat it. No, they're just it's gas station food. <laughs> it's a fruit. 
It's a fruit. It's not a fucking. It's not a gas station croissant. It's not the TGI Fridays. It's worse. It's not chips. even that exciting. It's ass. It's a banana. What do oh, you want? They're stupid as fuck. They're not bananas. exciting. I hate them. They're they're like oatmeal. They're food that people put in their body just to to keep the body moving. There's no joy to them. Everything you eat's got to have joy to it. I'm try. Look at me. You're. You, it's just. It's a jar of what is that? Sunflower seed butter. Yes. That's that's insane. It brings me joy. Bananas bring me joy. But the ones in those in the fridge got to go. They got to go. Man. I was working on set and I had all this fucking leftover crafty. But it's too many bananas for I can't. If you eat more than one banana in a day, that's too much. You're man. officially homeless. You're, you're unhoused. You're gonna you're gonna OD on potassium, which is not good. You're gonna get heart palpitations. Too but, many electrolytes. But no cramps. No, I yeah. You should be good on the cramps, I guess. You know what I had today? I had a fucking coconut. Like I, I went to one of those like Mexican street vendors and he gave me a whole coconut. Mm. Guess how much I spent on it. Two dollars. Ten. Ten dollars. It was ten dollars. Where for... were you? <laughs> At the base of Runyon. Oh God, yeah, that's fake. It's, yeah, I know. It's not I got, even a Mexican guy. I had three bucks on me, and I was like, if it's more than three bucks, I'm not going to do it. And he was like, it's ten. And I was like, I really want it now. And you said you take Venmo. He does. Uh, you want to talk about the India virus? Uh, sure. We'll definitely get deplatformed. Uh, the India virus. Well. There's just people online that are pointing out that MSNBC, a outfit that has been very intense about how racist it is to refer to uh, the coronavirus deplatformed as uh, as the China virus. China virus, yeah. That's racist. Stop mm-hmm. Asian hate. However, they might have showed their hand, or as the media pundits say, the mask slipped a little when. Yesterday, they referred to the new variant as the India variant. Now, India variant is okay. You can you can classify the variant by where it comes from, That's, but not the but not the original virus. Not the original, which virus. is which is itself just another variant of another virus. Virus variant. So how does it work? So different consonants coming out of your mouth, different different. So therefore, if if one consonants come out of your mouth. So so if bad if, if the other comes out fine. If NBC Universal has a uh, uh, stake in business relationships in China and will be uh, blocked uh, from reaping those rewards, then it is COVID. And if they have no assets currently in India, then it is India virus. Yes. Is that right? It's it's the India it's the India it's the Ganesh virus. It's the Hinduism virus. Everyone, yeah. You are true idiots at this point. If you don't see through the mainstream media narrative, like you're just stupid people, I can't do anything for you. Deplatformed. We're done. Deplatformed. Yeah, we're done. We're done. We're done. Because it's like, yo, they keep doing this. They're not like subtle anymore. It's like, it's funny. Uh, uh, there's a lot of paranoia in Australia right now because China has been up Australia's ass since Australia revealed that they that this was a they posited the idea that this was a lab born disease it was i think there's like if you actually look into the lab theory it's pretty solid it's pretty solid pretty anyway, solid deep platform deep platform goodbye and they 
Australia has a, Australia's intelligence community has a lot of anxiety because China has been on a nonstop like like soft war with Australia since then, trying to demonstrate that they can harm them technologically uh, and financially, uh, particularly in stuff like uh, intellectual property rights, stuff like that, trying to hurt Australia to the point that some people in Australia, not not like my girlfriend, for example, but like people who might be a little close to the situation, not just civilians, are suggesting that there could be something akin to at least the, the, the tinge of a hot war with China. Yeah. See, that's what everybody says until it happens. Right. Now, I don't particularly think there will be, but I think the fact that anxieties are that high because uh, China is being that aggressive should be noted. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. There, I don't think there ever will be a hot war because China will just get slowly more and more and more powerful. Yes, yeah, you, you win civilization four through a cultural victory. Right. It's well, but it's not even just that. Like they'll just like they'll get more and more economically powerful. They're they're going to be the next super state. Um, they'll they'll be more and more. Uh, you know, yes, the, they will have a cultural victory, and then like if they want to they'll just invade wherever and it's like there won't be a hot war because no one will have any power to stop them. You know yeah, what I'm saying? That is true. So deplatformed. Yeah, goodbye. Um goodbye everybody. Uh how long do you how long do you give podcasts? Because this seems to be with with the tech uh boot on the throat, the deplatforming, the removal of presidents. <laughs> the wholesale removal of a former president, goodbye president from the public sphere. Yes, um, podcasts feel like the the last bastion of the red pilled. It feels like the la- I shouldn't even use that because it's such a stupid word. It's just the last bastion of any form of dissent against the dominant narrative. Right, that's what it actually is. If we're talking like adults, I'm trying to joke around and be funny. Also, you said soft war before. I had a joke for that. That's like when I'm trying to jerk off. But This is up with your viral load again? Well, it's when I'm trying to jerk off. Wait, what are these? Is this more tweets? No, no. This was just me thinking about the term soft war. Mm. reminded me of a flaccid penis. <laughs> so it's like, it's like when you're not that horny, but you want to jerk off. So your dick is soft. You're having a soft war. Whatever, everybody. Are, are, Listen, are, I'm not are, a comedian, are, all right? Are you, uh, is this, is this, are you waiting for clubs here to open again? What's going on here? No, I'm just trying to, well, are you, are you workshopping the, bits? I, the last, I'm trying to make the show a little bit more pleasant to listen to. People like it because it's a misery. <laughs> is that what they like? Yes, they hit me all the time. They say, hey, sometimes I'm feeling really good. I put on your podcast, so I don't. Do people not want to feel good? No, they, listen, our fucking incel audience, they hate feeling good. Do you think they, they like when we fight? I think that's kind of entertaining. It could be entertaining. I'm just trying to be more entertaining for people. Last week's episode was a fucking slog. Oh, no, I disagree. It was fine. No, it was a... No, listen. We don't put out a shitty product. No. It's, oh, it's always good. But I'm trying to... I, I always want to be better than the week before. Okay, that's a good goal. You know what I'm saying? So, like, gotta have the energy. You gotta have, like... When we get into this fucking just, like philosophical debatey type shit i don't know i'm trying to keep it i'm trying to keep it a little more you want it punchy yeah punchy that's the more more viral load more viral loads what else we got Mm. we're keeping it moving today we are keeping it moving what did we what what were we even talking about 
here's my question. We're talking about how bananas are for the poor. They're not. They're for the fucking desperate. They're good for you. Um, we watched 10 hours of Kensington Drive footage. <laughs> like, so it's just driving through Kensington, the Kensington district, the uh, Kensington neighborhood of uh, Philadelphia. Folks, is, it's not an exaggeration. It was on the TV for that long. Yeah. So we th- there's a ton of people that just drive through this neighborhood. One guy who just drives through it, like, that's his whole channel, seemingly. I noticed at about, like, hour five he, that he was circling the block. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, he circles the block a lot. Yeah. But uh, for anybody that doesn't, Finds it distasteful that I follow all these anti-homeless. Oh, fuck. We got to talk about the geese lady. Uh, (laughs) I follow all these like very mean-spirited anti-homeless Instagrams. Think whatever you want of me. I also would purchase a vintage copy of Bum Fights if any of our listeners are selling. Really? Oh, yeah. I thought Bum Fights even crossed the line for you. No, no, no. I like the darker, the better, honestly. Jesus. Bum Fights is fucked. I can put it with my uh, uh, racist uh, music collection. Right. So the... If you don't like that energy, you're not going to like this energy. Eric and I just watch this Kensington neighborhood drive through. It's just playing on our television at all times now. (laughs) And if you don't know the neighborhood, it is essentially an open air drug Armageddon. Um, And it is... uh, It is about as bleak a place as I've seen. Is that fair? It almost doesn't even seem real. No, it seems like a set. It's yeah, it seems like the set of like a of like of like a post-apocalyptic uh, yes. like John Carpenter movie. Uh uh New York Warriors or whatever that is uh the 1990 Bronx yes. New York Warriors. Yes, or yes, like yes. That. Yeah. That's what it seems like. Yeah, it's and a Vic Morrow movie. It, it is uh it's like People are just burning garbage in the street to stay warm. Everybody's shooting dope in, f- in in full view of police. It is they're shooting dope in broad daylight on busy intersections <laughs> yeah, yeah. with police there. Yeah, yeah. They're just shooting up. Yes. in their necks. Yes, it's really disgusting. It's a it's a it's a it's a housing crisis. Oh yeah, a- and uh, so Eric and I have watched a lot of this, and. We've tried to solve the problem, but here's all we've arrived at. Why don't you? Why don't you sit down? Yeah, I don't know why they're not sitting. Oh, what? Why is every junkie leaning over instead of just sitting down? I it's a, it's a weird. I I wonder if there's an actual reason for it. Um, but it is a weird phenomenon with junkies where they just like they just they they stand and they just like lean and they just kind of like go into these bizarre sort of uh, positions. I don't even know how to describe it. But yeah, they're they're standing. Like, just take a seat. Sit on the curb. Those of you that have battled or are currently battling, or maybe don't battle at all, maybe just lean in to your drug addictions, could you write us and explain what is going on with that lean? What is it... it's all Eric and I could talk about after like, after we saw like three people shoot dope into their neck on TV. We're like, okay, well, uh, we processed that information. What's going on with the with this incredible lean? My, can, I have a theory. Maybe it feels good. So my theory is if maybe if they like lay down or if they sit, that they'll fall asleep 
and the high is not as cool. Oh, you don't want to waste it. You don't. Yeah. So you want to stay some level of awake so that you get the full experience of the high. I don't know. I don't know. That could be that could be total bullshit. It like I can't imagine that falling asleep would offset the effects of heroin. So that could be total non moron nonsense. Uh, but it is, and it's a weird phenomenon. I don't know why the junkies lean. I, it looks like you're you're looking it up right now. I'm trying. I'm not finding very good. Yeah, I don't know why they don't just take a load off. You know. Why do junkies itch? Why do junkies get sores? Why do junkies use cotton? Why do junkies crave sugar? Why do junkies drink milk? That's it. I've never yeah. asked that. What's the answer? Why does anyone drink milk? Yeah, why? Well, it's gross. It's like seriously disgusting. Why do junkies stand like that? Uh, uh, we got a citizen update. Tell me what it is. <clears throat> Nearby incident, two men fighting at Hollywood Boulevard and Whitley Avenue. Let them work it out. Yeah, just you got to let these people settle the beef. You know. Also, what what was how, how does that concern me? Let them let them fight. You know. Like uh-huh. I, I don't. I, I'm looking is, for real answers over here, and instead I'm getting fucking huff posts saying, "Stop saying they're just junkies." Oh, the use yeah. of derogatory words like "junkie" or "dope fiend" not only greatly affects the the addict's psyche, but those oh who God. care for them deeply as well. What? Yes, I am not an addict, but when I heard those two girls throw around that slur so easily, it messed slur? up my, my entire day. I wanted to scream. You wanted to scream because you heard the word junkie. You're not fit for life on earth. <laughs> You're not fit for it. You have to go back to the mothership. This isn't for you. We're calling it junkies a slur. Junkies a slur, man. We're really we're really dead set on not solving any problems these nope, days. No, no, no. Really dead set on nothing, uh, saying nothing productive, nothing constructive. No. Uh, We're just going to brand things until they're acceptable for our ears. Yeah, as we've talked about, if you change the words, the material condition changes as well. That's what that's what happens. Anybody could have told you that. A slur. They called the word junkie a slur. Yes. Big slur. See, now, if I was... A a person of a of a of a non white uh, race of a junkie persuasion if i was someone who who had hurtful slurs thrown at me you would object to slur being extended to people who have drug addictions yes or just the word junkie in general i don't think it has any historical context of 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 the of the of the well hold on if okay let's go through the list Retard. Slur or not slur? It's kind of like a tweener. Crazy. Slur or not slur? Crazy? Mm-hmm. No. They say it is. It's not. So, I guess what I'm asking is, if something is a condition, so to speak, right? such as we believe that uh, uh, addiction is a disease, right? Although a self-inflicted one is still a disease. It's a bit like bug chasing, if you think about it. You know? What being a being a junkie? Yeah, because you can because uh, it is a, there's no doubt in my mind that it is a uh, it is a disease. Oh, drug addiction? Yeah. yeah, yeah, no doubt. But it is also one that you opt into. Yeah, to some degree, Cause, sure. Because you just 
could not do it the first time. Yeah. Right. So that's a choice. Well, it's it's this is listen. This is a it's a touchy subject because I've I've talked to people, I've known people and my loved ones that were addicts. Sure, but at, at what, nobody forced the drug on them the first time. I'm saying it is an elective. It is an elective disease. But well, yes. It's no, it's no doubt a disease, but but it's but but, but like the, someone who's pre there. There are people that are more predisposed dis, pre, sure. predisposed to addictive behavior. Certainly, but you'd still you still have to do it the first time. Yes, but in the way that it's like easier for someone like you and I to go no. Oh, so you think? Well, oh, this is interesting. I don't know this. Do you think it's so? You think that somebody part of their addiction is to try a drug that they've never tried before. Well, it's... Because that doesn't make much sense to me. There are people in this world that are not like us. Sure. Um, from what I... Listen, from what I understand, from what I've been told, people who have addictive behavior, who have been addicts, who are addicts, um, you know, the notion of just saying no is not... In practicality, in pure autistic practicality, yes. I I can't let you go on this one. Why couldn't they say no the first time? Because that doesn't hold water because life is going to offer you thousands of things. Certainly they don't say yes to every single thing they're offered. And they can't know what the drug is before they've tried it. Right, like you can't know what heroin feels like until you've tried it. Well, but I mean, heroin is not usually the first drug that you do. No, sure. Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey, and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. So the understanding or the having the knowledge that drugs take some sort of the, the edge of the pain of the whatever That's it is you live with. Whatever leads to addictive behavior, whatever leads you to be a person. Liking, what about liking to get lit? Yeah, liking to get lit's one of them. But what about someone who's in some kind of, I don't know, someone who maybe, like we were talking about earlier, we're getting into the heavy bullshit again. It doesn't got to be heavy. You're defen- you, I just want you to say it is an elective position to opt to do a thing that you've never done before. I mean, yes, it is. Okay. It obviously is. Okay. But, I- but I'm saying that there are people that, I don't think are we're gonna... more prone to that to falling into that lifestyle than others. I'm talking about before you touch drugs ever. I'm not right. talking about like they have a chemical reaction with your brain. You your brain likes them so much that you can't feel good without them. But but there are people like you. Like I said, you don't just start doing heroin. No, sure. You so might, you, but... you did benzos beforehand, or you yeah. did oxys, or you any did... of these drugs. You and I don't know. Let's say perk thirties again. Handles. Yeah, or, sure. Uh, Stove tops. Yes. Crispers. Yes. Uh, uh... Mushy G's. 
Uh, Mickey's. Malone. Uh, pillowcases. Uh, uh, Green eyes. Yeah. Gravel. Gravel. <laughs> I saw somebody smoking crack today. No shit. Yeah. You take a hit? No, I just said, wow. Wow. Right, right, right busy, out here in the open. Busy intersection. Yeah. Um, what were we talking about? Uh, you are saying that some people are not just predisposed towards addiction. They're predisposed towards trying new things. No, but within the scope of drugs. But how does that make any sense? Because they want to, they either are escaping or avoiding a certain. But you thing can't even know what drugs do until you try them. Yeah, but you you get an idea. What do you say? Hold on. You have an idea what they wait, do. Wait, 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 wait. I know what heroin does. I've never done it. Wait, wait, wait. So if you're a person that's in pain for whatever reason, right? Yes. Something terrible, some trauma, whatever the fuck it is. Are you suggesting that you go, heroin will probably dull this or perks will dull this? Yes. Really? Yes. I don't think anybody's ever consciously said the first time. The first time is what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the elective choice to do drug X, Y, or Z. You couldn't know what they do before you do them. But you do know what heroin does. Makes you lean over. <laughs> Apparently. Do you know what the drugs do? Makes you dress well. You've never done the drugs, but you know what they do. Makes you have great taste in footwear. Yes. Makes you chill with, with living on a frozen sidewalk. Makes you completely open-minded. Maybe in some ways. Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah, I think, it, I think it frees you up a little bit. No racial strife in those Kensington videos we watch. No, not really. No. People of all types yeah. shooting dope together. I, ebony and ivory. Maybe that's what we need. <laughs> together in perfect harmony. I'm, listen, I know I'm being pedantic, but I also think that, y- I think that your position... I feel like people that take your position are doing so because they believe it is a kindness that they're extending to addicts. People that we recognize have a problem. You want people to treat them as though you don't want people to write them off and you don't want people to say, well, this is a choice you made. Fuck you. So you take, no. So you take these positions that it's, but I don't think that's a true one. You know what I mean? I think if we just looked at it objectively, we'd say, so what? This person has an addictive personality and poor impulse control. They just say yes to any old fucking thing. What if I offered them some mulch? Well, it's it's also a product of your environment, right? It's it's there's a lot of factors that go into why you fall into drugs. Sure. You know? I just don't But is that part of the disease? I agree with everything you're saying. I'm just saying, can we I don't think it's safe. I don't think it's productive to call that part and parcel of the disease. Well, it's it's it it leads it potentially leads to the disease. Sure, but right? you but if I took a drive to a leper colony, you wouldn't say that me electing to drive to the leper colony is part of leprosy, would you? Well, no, but that behavior <laughs> led you to leprosy. Sure, but they're not. It's not leprosy. No, but I guess what it, what I'm saying is like if. I mean, you elected to drive to the leper colony. Yes. But a lot of people are born in the leper colony. They're I'm born I'm surrounded not dis- by it. I'm not... Mm. It isn't... No, you're not... But listening. is that a disease? Is seeing your dad shoot dope 
a disease. It's a, I don't know, it'd be a weird classification. Agreed. No. Yeah. No, you're obviously, you're correct in that it is an elective decision, usually, most of the time, unless, yeah. unless you're like a child or something right. like that. Sure, unless definitely. you're born with a drug addiction or yeah. whatever, somebody's or, or feeding you drugs. Or you're to drugs as, before you can make an informed decision on them. If you're assuming you're an adult in the situation, yes, it's obviously an elective thing that you don't have to fucking do. Right, so when I say it's a disease, no doubt, but one that is m- maybe self-manufactured in a way, I think the problem is that you hear that as me judging someone, right? Like that part sounds judgmental to you. Well, but- it's, it's ju- it's, it is a little bit judgmental, but it's also just like, I don't think there's anything constructive in telling a fucking junkie that, hey man, you just say no. You just don't have to do it. No, although it's like Tipper Gore bullshit. No, but I I do think that I do think that there's different ways to reach people that got drug problems. Sure, and one of them is, hey man, you're the only one that's got the opportunity to change this now. You, yeah, you know what I mean? Like that's it. it. No, but look. A lot like uh, we watched the fucking Kensington video. These people are products of their environment that they can't fucking escape. You know no, I mean? no doubt. But th- the people in those videos are never going to escape. No, that's just is what it is. And this is why they chase dr- the high of drugs because it's like the only fucking. It's the it it is the only escape from their fucking horrendous situation that they're in. Oh, they've never been to a water park. <laughs> it's the only like if you're stuck in this cycle of poverty. Yeah, listen. And crime. Uh, but that's what I'm saying. This is the this is the confusion. Is that you think that I say because it's a choice that I'm not sympathetic to these people? Like it's not that's not true. I think that terrible disease, right? But that don't mean it like if I say, well, yeah, it's a disease, but it, you know, it's also like it, I think it's foolish to say that bec- that if we have to downplay the the elective part of that choice. Because if we play that up, then future people can can maybe take that to heart. Whereas if we're like, "Hey, you got no choice. You were born around drugs. You got to shoot dope too." No, I don't. Nobody's not. Nobody's saying you don't have any choice. I'm just saying the reason so many people fall into it is because of the predisposition and because of their being products of their environment. And it's listen. I'm not trying to like moralize on it or anything. I'm just saying this is the fucking reality. And 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 getting on like. When you just, if you, if you say, just say no or do some, like, it doesn't, it's not constructive. It doesn't work. You're not addressing okay, what, what, the what, environment that they're in that leads them to, down that path. So, but, but counterpoint, what is constructive? To wait until they're a junkie, fuck beyond repair, and then say, sorry, you got got, but this was part of your environment. No. The, what the, the well, look, I don't. For for the people currently on Kensington Avenue in Philadelphia, you might be sorry you got got. To the people in Los Angeles shooting up in their tent right now, to the people all over the fucking country in this drug epidemic. First of all, I think the way out of addiction on one part is a little bit. I mean, look, sometimes heroin's a fucking beast, man. I mean, sometimes it's like, like. Sometimes, 
I don't. I, I hate to paint with a broad brush, but and and I'm obviously not talking about everyone. Obviously, people get clean all the time. Yeah, plenty of people get clean. People, plenty of people get clean. But I just like sometimes when you're in a desperate situation like that, it doesn't seem like there's any real hope. Yeah, and sometimes like if you've been an addict for that long, you're like real far gone. Yeah, I think the thing is with addiction is I think like. I kind of have a philosophy in life that people really only do what they want to do. Sure. At the end of the day. And you can try and help someone. Listen, I worked with a crazy alcoholic for years. And people in his family, his fucking, his siblings, tried time and time again. Yeah. And he was in outpatient rehab and all this stuff. He just didn't want to. He likes getting lit. Yeah. I think the will to get clean and to live a better, sober life away from that shit has to it has to at least come from within and i'm not and and you know that can be brought out by your loved ones and shit like that and you know people close to you that try and bring that out of you but i think at the end of the day a lot of that will has to come from inside of you and there's some people that don't want to get better um you know they want to you know just do what they do so uh for all the people currently in the struggle you know, if you want to get out of it, it has to, I think a lot of it has to come from within. And then obviously things like rehab and, and et cetera, and maybe, you know, being cared for by a family member and stuff like that. But to address the situation down the line for, for, for the, the yet to be born junkies or for the kids stuck, you know, in a, in a squat on Kensington Ave, uh, what do they need to avoid that path? Probably good schools, probably a stable living environment. Uh, upward mobility. What? What, what, what? Are you Obama? What is, is this? Your uh, you running for something right now? I'm saying that you asked me what the f- how do we stop this from happening? I'm saying this is these are the things that people need from a young age to not fall sure. down the path. All I'm saying is that I just don't think it's productive to take the choice from people to say. Hey, you're born into shit. You have to be shit. That's just what is what it is. No, I don't, no one's saying that. But I think that's the subtle language trick of saying you, you, you have of saying like it's not a choice. Because look, no one's saying it's not a choice. It's just say, it's just to say that when you fall into it, you know, saying that you can just say no isn't exactly helpful when all other avenues in your life are you're hitting a fucking roadblock. If you're stuck in a fucking constant cycle of pain and you can and and, and no fucking money living on a frozen shit tundra like Philadelphia, mm. I don't fucking blame someone for sticking a fucking needle in their arm. Oh no, if if everybody in Philadelphia killed themselves today, I wouldn't I wouldn't think that they were in the wrong at all. That's what I'm saying. And obviously, you know, it's not a moral position, you know, dude, live however you fucking want to live. But um it's just it's not you obviously have a choice you obviously you know depending on your environment i mean that's the thing with a lot of these like listen no one we know that there's an opioid epidemic there's also a fucking heroin epidemic which i i don't know if that falls into the same umbrella yeah they get put under the same umbrella but there's a little bit of a difference because there's definitely a difference the opioids are uh, are the gateway and they're prescribed by doctors yeah and yes, once you can't afford them anymore, you do heroin because it's the same fucking thing, basically. Mm-hmm. Opioids are synthetic heroin. <laughs> you want to know why the homelessness problem is so huge? You want to know why the, all this shit is, you know... It's a housing crisis. In part. It's not. It's a little bit. I'm going to speak for where we live. It's not. 
I don't care what anybody says. It's not. It's a fucking drug epidemic, man. Yes, correct. And it's, yeah. So, you know, you want to address these fucking problems. I don't know. You got to create stable environments for, for, for poor people. Right, but that's not going to happen. So what I'm saying is that dealing with that with no, what i'm saying is you have to stop calling them junkies no you <laughs> they're and they're unhoused uh what i'm saying is that without any utopian delusions uh the material uh situations aren't going to change so you have to impart upon each individual that their life is their own and that choices that they make matter that's not on some like bootstrap shit because once they're in trouble, I think they deserve all the fucking help that anybody can afford them. But to keep people out of trouble, I think you got to reiterate to them like, hey, every choice. I honestly wish that somebody like that I trusted and respected sat me down when I was a kid and was like, hey, every choice you make in this role playing game of life is life or death. Every single one, and they're just trying to scare me. They're just like, like it's a dark room, and they're just staring deep into my eyes. And they're like, "Yeah, they're like, you could get got at any time." I'm like, I got, should I tell the lacking story? I got caught, caught lacking. You did get caught lacking. <laughs> so, everybody, quick story. I walked out of our apartment. There's an an iron gate, right? Like a, a metal gate that you can see through. It's a door sized gate, so you can't climb over it. Uh, and I exit it. Well. I hear a homeless guy screaming. I look through the I look through the little great things, see that there's a homeless guy headed towards our building. I say, oh, I could wait for him to go. I'm not pussy. I open the door, I step out. Famous last words. He pulls out a knife and starts walking towards me. And as he does this, I hear the gate just click behind me, which means that it is now fully locked. <laughs> and I was just I started giggling to myself because of how stupid a way that I was going to get stabbed in the neck and die. Cause it was literally like something in a movie. I go, I go, I'm not gonna let this motherfucker scare me. Click like knife, big knife too. scary, yeah. scary knife. Not little, not like the little thing I carry. He's oh, got it was big. Yeah. It was big knife. Oh no. Big knife. <laughs> I, th- I, I was picturing a little thing like you have. No, no, no. Significantly Ill- illegal blade in California for sure. Oh, that's fucking scary. Yeah. So for everybody that wants the end of this story, uh, he just came and stabbed a can that was near me and walked away at the cans talking about, he was having a phone call, but he wasn't on the phone. So he was threatening to kill himself and slit his own throat in the street. Uh, but there, he, he didn't have a Bluetooth on. There was no, he, his AirPods were not present. Uh, he's talking to Bill Gates. He's talking to Bill Gates. Who yeah. He, he, yeah. He was normal before he got the shot. Yeah. He, he got, he, he was a, a normal, he was working at the bodega. That, but this was dose two. Yeah. Yeah, now he's a wild man. Now the nanobites are in his brain. And then he started approaching to women that live on our block, and I and uh, he, well, he had a uh, a can on a knife uh, that he was waving around, and I did the uh, heroic thing. Nothing. Kept it moving. Yeah. <laughs> I said, "Good luck, girls." Uh, well, back to what you were saying about like sitting a kid down yep. and trying to give him that talk yep. about like. Like, hey, every single thing you do is going to have ramifications. It's going to cause you pain. Kids don't get it, man. I, don't, I know, I know they can't. You I would can ho- try as hard as you can to drill that into their head. Like, I fucking when I was seventeen, one of my best friends fucking died, mm. and I, I if you had that talk with me at seventeen mm. after that happened, yep. I still wouldn't have got it. I, know. I still didn't get it for years. A friend of mine died at a young age, and uh, and it was alcohol related, and all of his friends just got lit for the next fucking month and a half. Yeah. 
That's wild to me. Kids don't understand. Kids don't get it. I, and I think it's I think it's literally it's not just like kids are stupid. Like no, you just their brain. You don't know. Get it. It's not just that. You don't know what you don't know until you. You got to lose a lot of people. You got to see a lot of misery. You know what I mean to to internalize it. Well, I'm, I'm I lost people in that t- like 2007. Like three pe three people that were close to me died. Uh, like you still there's there's just still something like a disconnect. You can't comprehend you it. You can't comprehend the fact that one day everything goes black and you rot forever. Yeah, cease to exist. You can't. You just don't fucking get it. I don't know when I was hit by lightning and it occurred to me. But it was probably not till my mid twenties, mm. maybe early early twenties, probably. You know, like kids just don't fucking get it, man. So so you can have, and I'm sure, like even what you say, like I'm sure someone fucking had that talk with me. My mom probably did. She's probably like, my mom. Oh, every time I left the house, she was like, "You got to call me so I know you're not dead." She said, "Don't die." She always thought I was gonna die. Like I was going to fucking punk shows in Bushwick when it was still a shithole. Like. She thought I was straight up going to get killed like every time I went into the city because she hadn't been in the city in 10 years and thought it was still like a scum hole. <laughs> um, Is that true? Yeah. She must have been to the city. Oh, I get, well, I'm trying to back then she was probably still working out on the island, but then eventually she got a job in like 2008 or something where she worked in Manhattan. She's like, oh, the city's fine. But like when I when I was like in high school, uh, mid, early mid thousands, like all the old people everyone's idea of the city was that it was like a dangerous hellhole. Mm. Like I, I'd be like, they'd be like, where are you going? I'm like, Oh, I'm going to show. Oh, where is it? It's on uh, Myrtle Avenue. That's some weird venue. That was just someone's house, but I told them it was like a bar or something. They're sure. like, they're like Myrtle Avenue. You mean murder Avenue? Ooh. And I was like, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Going to murder Avenue. Yeah. Going down to murder Avenue to see fucked up <laughs> and play in someone's basement. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to the screamo show on homicide Boulevard. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, the kids don't fucking get it, man. They don't. They don't. You're, you're not going to understand the the concept of life and death, even when it fucking smacks you in the face. Um, I wish just somebody had Jordan Peterson me though. You know what I mean? Just said like, well, it's important. You know, like it's just like because yeah. you don't want to stress a kid out. Kids got to make mistakes, but. Some mistakes will cost you. I swear to God, I say this all the time on this podcast. I believe this with all my heart. Sorry for those of you that get offended every single time. Every single pain I've had in this life has been directly my fault. It doesn't apply to you if you got fucking cancer, but a lot of you it does apply to. I just wish somebody had explained that to me. I'm trying to think of the pain in my life. That um, Every bit of pain has been my fault. I'm trying to... I don't remember any of them because I keep it moving. That's great. I keep, I push the rock up the. Anytime I remember a bad thing, I push a rock up a hill. Yeah, that's good. You know, I'm so I'm trying to think of all the like the worst problems I've had in my life. I can't think of any. Mine, I just put my trust in bad people. You know what I mean, and that'll kill you. Yeah, it's hard to know who to trust, but I'm very fucking paranoid. That'll get you. So I really only I probably trust like trust. trust well, I saw your trust no bitch tattoo. Right. Yeah. I mean, I probably only trust like maybe, maybe if we're not counting family, mm-hmm. I trust people in my family pretty wholesale, mm. uh, which may be a mistake. I was going to say. Um, if we're not counting family, I trust maybe like five people. I was going to say, if it's un- if it's under half a dozen, you're probably doing all right. It's probably about five. Okay. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. But, uh, you know, t- yo, it's hard to fucking trust people, man. Especially in the fucking 2021. 
You all, you've all been fucking brainwashed. You're either you've either been brainwashed by your fucking idiot red pill YouTube videos, or you're brainwashed by fucking CNN and MSNBC in the Chinese state mm. or Russia. Mm. Mm. Everyone's you just like you go. Everyone's got parasites. They they're, they all got different. Everyone's got the brain slugs from Futurama. Yes, on their heads. Some of them have a CNN logo. Yes. Some of them have a uh, Tommy Sotomayor. Yes. Logo T- TNN Raw. Yes. <laughs> Some of them got uh, Anita Sarkeesian. Mm. You know, everyone's wearing a brain slug. Yeah, I don't true. trust people with brain slugs, and I know that I probably have a brain slug too. No, you're free. I don't trust myself. Oh wow! <laughs> oh. In the head. Um, you want to talk about Goose Lady? Oh, the Goose Lady. You, you love Goose Lady. No, it's depressing. I, I know. You hate it. I hate it a lot. You can't get it off your mind. No, it, it turned me on homeless people. Now I hunt them. <laughs> yeah, you're craving the hunter for- I am. Yeah. So everybody, a woman uh, was having a psychotic fit in the park. Uh, she apparently had a handgun. Police opted not to shoot her. Uh, they advanced on her with a- uh, what would you call that? Um, like a, a shield. A but, riot shield? Yeah, riot shield. Thank you. But like a, a harder one uh, that can take bullets. Mm. And then she jumped in the water, uh, waded over to the uh, island in the center of the park, and started killing and eating the geese. Christmas is coming. The goose is getting fat. Please to put the penny in the old man's hat. Housing crisis. Housing crisis. I, I look, everybody, I'm going to echo the things that the real assholes on the Citizen app say. Real unhelpful. Yeah, really unhelpful. But I'm going to do it. Yeah. Uh, if these people just had homes, no problem. If, if, if crazy goose lady, goose eating person shooting a handgun into crowds of people mm-hmm. just had a home. Permanent housing now for Goose Lady. I don't, but here's the thing: what does it cost someone to address the fact that maybe home, maybe the fact that they don't have a house to live in, is not the solution, or is not? Let's. I mean, obviously, every I, everybody's afraid of giving an inch in an argument because they think that it's somebody's going to use it against them. But here's the thing: like maybe at the end of the day they need some kind of shelter to live in like like anybody does in some in in the sense but for the purposes of right now while she's eating geese Alive. in the park yeah you can't just stick that person in a house they need some kind of health care mansion <laughs> yeah, you can't need... you can't stick them in a house you it's got to be a but like I just don't understand what it costs anybody to address that fact. What does it cost you to address the fact that this person perhaps needs people to refuse be in a mental, to give an inch to be in a mental facility if, for a little while before ag- the house? If you acknowledge any any uh, aberrations, uh, uh, any anything that doesn't fit into your narrative that you're trying to sell, if you acknowledge those things. You're afraid people are going to use them against you. I agree. It's just an adult thing to do to say, well, uh, uh, I'm sure we can find many circumstances which a house will not help the person at all. They have a significant number of other challenges. It's easy to say. I can say it. 
But if your whole identity is, I help the homeless, then you have to maintain these fucking idiot positions no matter how fruitless and fanciful they are. But aren't you actually... if you? Am I presuming too much when I presume that you actually want to help the homeless? Yes, you are. Yes. So they don't want to help them? Like, what's in their Listen. heart? You know what I mean? Like, I think, I think in their heart they do. But, like, which is why it's so confusing to me why, like, I just don't know what it costs you to say, hey, this person maybe needs some rehab mental health facility first. I don't buy anybody's, I don't buy any charity at all. I just don't, I just, I don't get it, man. They're so, but see, that's not even their solution. You know what I mean? Like, because a lot of times, like, like in the case of Echo Park, housing is not their solution. Their legitimate solution is they want them to be able to have a park tent community in yes. the park. Yes. It's the canals of Venice. Yes. Yes, the canals of Venice where people threaten to, Slit your throat in your sleep. Yes, and shoot up. Yes, and 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 eat ducks. Yes, eat wild ducks. Yes, by biting their necks and, and throw their feces at at your daughter. Yes, <sighs> you know what I mean. Like it's it's. I just feel a lot of dishonesty from people. No doubt that I don't. Do they know that they're being dishonest? I think a lot. It's of- like honest dishonesty. Is that is, is you know what I'm saying? You mean like well intentioned? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that yes, and I think that that's the if you want my weird um, sort of autistic position here, I think that white lies for the greater good are always harmful. Of Al- course they are always. Well, but it's not even that. I mean, it's just it's willful ignorance. And it's not even like a willingness to think about it. You know what I'm saying? There's not even like a willingness to to question what they're saying or or dissect the 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 the, the, the multifaceted you know whatever of their entire worldview. Like there's no even sense of that. It's just the sort of like this is the thing. This is what I think. This is what's right. You are wrong. Any sort of challenge is wrong. And it's, it's it's just this, and this is the way, and if it was this, then everything would be good. Like, that's an insane way to think about anything. Agreed. It's not thinking. No. You know what I mean? And if, you're, if you want to actually confront these challenges, and, and, and if you actually want to help people, you got to fucking think about it. No thinking. Because otherwise, what you get is, I, I mean, I don't know, if these people had their say, and they just took... I don't know, some shares of Amazon money that were able to construct houses that they can zone wherever they want. If they're playing SimCity, sure. uh, they would just create empty houses mm-hmm. to take the people from the park. Click. They click on the people in the park and they and they drag and drop them into the houses. Yes. Boom, problem solved. Yes. That's how some people see the world. I think that's I think that's legitimately how they see it. Take the money from Amazon. Yeah. Create the always ha- Amazon. Like there aren't billion other billion dollar companies. Yeah. It's very strange. Always Amazon. Yep. Take- Why is that? Is that the only one they know? I guess it's just the easiest one to go to. So, cor- so ever present. So people, fucking corny. Just man. present in people's lives. Click 
money from Amazon. Drag and drop houses for the homeless. Mm. Drag and drop homeless into houses. Mm. Boom. Done. You're good. That's, that's it's the, it's a three step process. It's bing bang boom. You've solved the problem. I I don't understand. Like <laughs> I don't know. I guess it's just no no actual real world experience. I don't, I don't fucking get it. I don't fucking get it. No, it's a hustle. But it's not. Well, there's people that make their entire living. Yes, doing this. I'm just talking about and Twitter then, people. The, oh, that's the other hustle. It's the clout hustle. Yeah, I guess in some ways, but I real I really think in their mind, like I really think in their heart and in their minds and in their soul that they're doing the right thing. That they're that this is you know what I'm saying. It's like the NFT thing. The NFT thing has been disproven. People continue to use like now they call it a pyramid scheme, right? Like instead of saying it hurts the environment, because it, they, what they're calling NFTs a pyramid scheme. Yeah, I don't think it has anything in common with a pyramid scheme. You could say that it has inflated. Yeah, you're right. It's it's a stretch. But the point is that that's the language that they're using because they're not actually looking into it at all. Yeah, they're just repeating what somebody else on their timeline has said. Yeah. So I, I don't. Oh, this person seems smart. Smarter. Yeah, so than that's me. just a clout thing. I don't think that there's any. You know. Yeah, yeah, it's a clout thing. But but I don't even think they acknowledge to themselves that it's a clout thing. Oh no 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 no. You know what I'm saying. The clout game is over when you acknowledge that you're just doing everything for clout. Right, because then it just becomes a hustle. Yeah. And I think it's I but I think it's like like the way they're it's it's like it's like they're like a they're a clout junkie. Yeah. But oh, like yeah. Oh, yeah. in their mind, like that's the the wiring. The wiring in your head is get clout, get clout, get clout, post thing, get clout. And then in their like heart, it's oh this is the this is the morally correct thing, so I will hit the retweet button, even though in your head it's just clout. This is what's get me clout. This, this get me clout. And there's two ways it works. There's the moral way, which is that, and then there's also the red pill way, which is uh, the you know if I retweet or if I post a YouTube video about how the vaccine was made by Raytheon and is, is designed to send nanobytes into our system to so us so we can be tracked and categorized by the Chinese government. Big YouTube views. Yes. But at least they're getting money. That's true. <laughs> which which brings us to my next note, which is bald MMA guy is right. Joe? No. Which one? I guess they're all kind of bald. They're right? all bald. You can't have hair in your face while you're doing that shit. It's, it's uh, I mean, also, you're, you're an alpha. You're all testosterone up. And the more testosterone you got, the less hair you got. I know, yeah. Yeah, that's why you're so luscious. Yeah, I know, but it means I'm low T. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, so uh, through my crypto research. But if you take, if you don't, isn't it if you take like testosterone, doesn't it cause like hair growth? No, because well, in parts you don't want. Ugh. Like causes hair growth on like your your chest and your back. Ugh. back hair is so gross. Yeah, it's pretty. Gross. I want to get. I might take some of this. Uh, this NFT money I made and, mm. and, and get some uh, laser laser back it's good. hair. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good. Back hair is so great. It's like pubes on your neck. Yeah. It's disgusting. I hate back hair. I've got anyway. like three. Oh, I have. I get, I get brambly back here, man. Mm. It's disgusting. Get the laser. Yeah, thinking about it. Anyway, uh, what are we talking about? Bald MMA guy. What's his deal? So, there's. are you familiar with the section of YouTube that is just... Uh, it would, I guess, it would have been like pickup artist YouTube like ten years ago, but now it's 
kind of like I'm a millionaire that smokes cigars and rides on uh, 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 motorboats. YouTube, are you familiar with this? Only when I put YouTube on the TV and it's your account that's logged in. <laughs> yeah, that's and right. And I see, I see you're recommended. <laughs> so once you get into the crypto YouTube, if you go far enough down that list, you run into these guys who are like giving out life advice. And this one dude... Peterson. Was just sort of, but I, he's too high end for me. I like the guys who are, you know, on a motorboat in Dubai saying that only slaves (laughs) believe in coronavirus. (laughs) Oh my God. That's what I watched today. It was a three minute video of a guy saying, I do not know about you, but it is the brain of a slave who would agree to wear a mask for, despite all the information saying is stupid and you could go to places and I'm trying to do his accent. I have no idea where the fuck he's from. So he's either going to be Arab or uh, possibly Mexican by the end of this. He goes, there are places you can go where they do not treat you like slave. You could come to Dubai, for example, but you choose to stay in slave space. You are a slave. And I was watching this guy thinking it doesn't really matter if he's wrong or right. He's right. Why is he right? Because you do have a choice. You do have a choice if you... Back to this. Yeah, you do have a choice. You could go to Dubai. I could go to Dubai and just sit on a yacht all day. Yes. Yeah, I have that choice. You do. I totally can. You do. How? How can I afford to do something? The fact... See, here's what he would say. The fact that you had to ask means you can never achieve. How how do I get on the... Give me the step-by-step. Tell me how to get on the yacht in Dubai. Sure. Uh, you get a digital nomad type of job, something online, right? What is what is that? Teach yourself SEO shit. It don't fucking matter. SEO? What is that? What are you, new? What is SEO? Search engine optimization. It's been around for fucking 25 years. Okay, go on. You teach yourself some bullshit like that, like programming or fucking SEO bullshit, whatever the fuck. Shit that like makes you and I want to kill ourselves, but you can do it from a laptop. And then you just crawl up the ladder. You spend some time in Moldova. You know what I mean? You spend some time in the Ukraine. Eventually, you're saving money. You're moving up in your career. And you're on a boat in Dubai smoking a cigar with this guy while getting blown. Yeah, and then when when uh, you're driving down the road and you get blown up by an IUD because they're they're storming the fucking government. <laughs> IED. IED, whatever. It was IEDs the vagina. Yes, they go in the vagina. You get blown up by a vagina uh, implant. Uh See, I thought where you were going to go is just say, just get a fucking plane ticket to Dubai and eventually you'll meet some sheik and ride on his yacht. That I'd buy because I think being there, you know what I mean? Like, Oh, you think being there is the job? Well, I think that's some someone's, I can't remember who it was, but some, maybe it was Woody Allen or something like that, famous pedo, said uh Eighty percent of success is just showing up. Yeah, it's being in the room. It's being in the room. I know guys who when they became editors at their job after the two guys ahead of them quit the same day. Yeah, one hundred percent. That's crazy. I know. I know executive producers who the other guy left. Yeah, and they said we needed. Uh, you're the you're I'm you're here. next on the list. Yep. Yes, that's how it happens. So. I don't know what the fuck. But it what, is. what are you gonna? What are you gonna be? You're gonna be like the, the sheik is gonna say my sheik friend died. You're the new sheik. <laughs> no, I'll just fly into Dubai. Yeah, I'll be like make contact. I'm a beautiful American. Sure, yeah. I love the Dubai. Yeah, 
and I'll go to the, I'll go hang out at the mall. I'll go what? hang around where all the fancy cars are. Yeah. And eventually I'll just, you know, I'll be their friend. You'll just engender goodwill. Yeah. Then all of a sudden I'm blowing some chic on a yacht. Somewhere. That's what it is. But I'm on the yacht. You are on I the yacht. I fucking made it. Yes. You know what I mean? As a Epstein style human traffic. He gives me a million dollars take it in the <laughs> ass from a camel. Tag the sponsor. There you go. You think that site's still around? <laughs> that, I think we talked about that years ago. We did. Let's see I if think it's still I around. vaguely remember talking about that in like 2018. Let's see if it's still around. It's the darkest thing on the internet. It's it. really, really, it's, it's really uncomfortable. Um, tag the sponsor RIP. No. No, look. A lot of there is a case to be made that a lot of success is literally just putting yourself in the position. It oh, went, it's still there. It, no, it went away. Now I have to go to fucking Reddit to get my tag the sponsor information. <laughs> putting yourself in this. So, a couple of years ago, fuck. What, Hold what on. I have a story, but go on. It's just people dropping people they know and being like. Amel Federici from Morocco. Is she really an interior architect? And then it's just a photo. Oh, they got rid of the photos. Um, man, go on. So years ago, I, I worked on a, on a shoot for a TV show. And uh, the guest on the show was a very famous person. Not famous in the United States. Famous in India. Famous in, in Bollywood. Okay. Um, actually... He was. I think he's considered the most famous person in the world just by virtue of being a Bollywood star. Right, volume. Yeah. Um, so anyway, part of my job was getting this man from his hotel to the shoot uh, on stage and then off the stage, back into his car, back to his hotel. That okay. was like my cool. mission for the day. Y- you were like uh, uh, Clint Eastwood in, in the line of fire. Yeah, I was a courier. Mm. Um, really nice guy. For be for you know for having the the love and adoration of like something like forty seven percent of the entire human population, um, extremely ni- extremely nice guy. So time comes, it's the end of the day. Uh, the shoot's wrapping up, and now I got to start thinking about how I'm getting him into his car. But uh, a lot of people are showing up outside the venue because they heard that he was there. So I'm going, oh, no. I'm not a fucking security guard. I'm a fucking shitty PA. What the fuck do I do with all these people? You're about to get Chapman. Well, it's not. It's not impossible. But so we have a car. We have a you know a very official looking black suburban uh, SUV ready to pick him up. Car service that I had organized and everything. Some other car services show up. Car services, quote unquote. <laughs> what does this mean? A guy shows up. In his very official security-looking car, which is just his, it has a, like a logo on it, very official-looking. Okay. He's just hired by nobody. Okay. Maybe he's hired sometimes. Was not hired in this instance. Was not, and he was like, he was trying to hustle me into letting me, letting me put this Bollywood star into his car. Who was he? Just some fucking guy. But why was he doing that? Because what he does is. He just shows up in his very official-looking car to high-profile events <laughs> with high-profile people. But is he like a kidnapper? I don't understand what you're. you're, what, what you're well, doing. that's what I was afraid of. I was like, if I let this guy get in the car, is he no. is he Nardwar? No, he's legit. He he legit. Once he's able to secure the package, 
he once he's able to get the high profile person in his car yes he asks him for crypto advice no he 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 brings them to where they want to go he's not a kidnapper <laughs> but he's hired by he's but, free uber i don't know exactly I, I couldn't tell you how he makes i think he does get hired in instances but he will show up to high profile events and he was showing me his phone he's like no trust very legit very legit yeah, here i am with donald trump and it was 2019 no shit yes and he showed me a picture of him and donald trump's doing his Good security. You know what I mean? Like that, yeah. that awkward thing. That yeah. Awkward smile and a thumbs up. Yeah. He was just, what I'm saying is, my point is, if you look the part and put yourself in the scenario, you can just, you can just put yourself there. And you like, in the way that you, you put yourself on the yacht, you know what I mean? Like if you just show up, like so that's so much of it. That guy is your... That's the, the you're referring to this guy as the model for for being in the room. Just being in, yeah, yes. Just show up and opportunities will come. Wow. Maybe. I mean, okay. obviously nothing. So why are we not going to Dubai? What is this? I mean, maybe we should. Why did we come to L.A.? City's decaying. It is decaying. It's a, a poor poor choice. Yeah, I'm supposed to be in Australia. Tag the sponsor. Tag the sponsor. What do we want to do this week? Are we? I think we can. I think it's safe to. We can go to Rub Maps, right? I think it's safe because I think that our audience understands that. Yeah, you know, we don't like mass shootings. Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Obviously, <laughs> I feel stupid having to be like, being being like, well, guys, that was a terrible tragedy. So I guess we can't laugh anymore. I just want to say that we condemn all the. Bugs. Yeah, right. Obviously, obviously, obviously. It is now 2024, and the choice is up to you. Do you listen to good podcasts, or do you listen to bad ones? Well, we've got a suggestion for you. How about you listen to a good podcast for the first time in your miserable life? I can think of one. Overnight Drive. Going strong. 11 years now. The podcast about nothing. Your favorite podcast's favorite podcast. Do you enjoy nothing? <laughs> so do we. Why don't you come over and check it out and stop listening to other podcasts? Thank you. Anyway, um, I do think it's fun, and I think I mentioned this, but I think it was all the times we would do rub maps and be like, this guy sounds like a fucking serial killer. Yeah. So, I don't know, did we, Was there, is there some level, whatever, not even going to... Do we have suggestions? Did people give us a spot that they wanted us to read from? Yes. Uh, I should really bring my computer in here when we do this, because we get, a lot of these come in through uh, Patreon, but... Uh, Long Island, we got. Long Island, New York. <laughs> like, that can get, I think that can get pretty fucking scuzzy. Let's see how we do. So Long Island, since I'm, 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 you know, I'm not exactly from Long Island, but I'm also not, not from Long Island. Um, it's divided into two counties. You got Nassau County, and then further east is Suffolk County. 
Uh, Nassau is a little bit nicer than Suffolk. Suffolk is the weirdest place I've ever been in my life. The people that live there are just strange as fuck. Um, a lot of uh, a lot of delis, a lot of radiation clinics. Okay, well, yeah. A lot of uh, strip malls, a lot of um, tanning salons. I think it's mostly tanning salons and radiation clinics. <laughs> Let me read one from Paradox HD. Let's go. I didn't care about the massage. I just wait. Can we? Say, what was the name of the the place that they visited? No, oh, we can't say that. Oh no, we don't do that. We don't do that. Oh okay. All right. We're not trying to bring the fuzz down on on these institutions. Okay. I didn't care about the massage. I decided to drop a pill for some added strength and endurance and waited for the gal to enter. Jennifer came in and I bring my own larger condoms that Jennifer then puts on and and that she li- that that Jennifer then put on and then she lied on the table. We got right to it and fucked and kissed a while until I came, but I wanted more. I asked if she wanted to fuck me and she said yes with no hesitation. I was still very these have a whole new color to them since that shooting because this this dude who hasn't even really gotten crazy is making me uncomfortable. Yeah. I was still very hard, and she got on her knees and sucked away. As I was gliding into her, Jennifer was playing with my balls and telling me to fuck her good. After a few minutes, Jennifer was starting to come, and she moaned and covered her mouth until she shook, and then I could feel her juices flowing. Jennifer come, then she played with her clit and was alternating between my chest with an occasional kiss. Soon I was picking up speed and wanted to come again, and Jennifer was cheering me on, and I was back to, and was back to rubbing my balls. Cheering him on. Gen- Jennifer was, came a second time, which pushed me to the point of no return, and I shot load number two and was exhausted. Jennifer wanted to cuddle. So many lies in this. Jennifer wanted to cuddle and, and was kissing and telling me how good I was. It was an amazing experience. Jennifer truly loves to fuck. <laughs> I mean, who does? Are you? Are we buying that at all? No. She wanted to cuddle. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. False. That's the biggest lie I've heard in in doing these. Although this place does see, I mean, all of the reviews are full service style reviews. Wow, Long Island is pretty fucking raw. Uh, let's go with this review from Big Big Money. Oh no, he's just, he just got a quick one. Uh, is I like she his name? She even played with John and the twins a bit. <laughs> Yo, all these dudes—they got a love, thing. Yeah, they're they like grandpa. They're Nick. like grandpas. They're it's weird. So weird. They loved playing with my the, the twins and Slick Willie. Yeah, with a uh, Snapple bottle and and the candles. My my Johnson rod and the two eggs. <laughs> this guy is named Peanut Butter. Great name. What's his What's his avatar? A uh, car show model. <laughs> love it. That's long, yeah. Car car shows are big Long Island energy. Okay, I'm gonna read. Oh, this one I used to pass all the time. Which one's that? This one's in Long Island City. I used to pass this. Every- oh, that doesn't count. That's New York no? City. No, okay, we're not reading that one. Long Island City's Queens. I used to pass. Give me, give me fucking Mastic. I used to pass this one all the time. Give Let's me, see. give me fucking Wine Dance. Give me Spionk. Give me, give me Hempstead. No, a lot of all of these are Long Island City. Wow, Long Island City is not the fucking city. That, that, no, that's not Long every, Island. Every single one of these is Long Island, uh, Long Island City. Well, then uh, you're not in the right place. Let's try, me, let's try Nassau. Yes, there you go. Baldwin, New York. Baldwin, sure. That's now. Now we're talking Long Island. Okay. 
Do we want one from McLovin, <laughs> who has a Mc, like a Ronald McDonald avatar? Yes. Went back to the first room and undressed and waited until Wendy came in. Went straight to the massage. She likes to talk while giving a massage, but it doesn't stop her from doing a good job. A little teasing before she asks you to turn and, and what you want to do. I never did anything more than con a blowjob there, and that's all I was looking for that day. She lifts her shirt and releases her tits so I can feel them. Releases. She gives a pretty good BJ and with ball licking and sucking. After about 10 minutes, she gets tired and starts to stroke a bit until sh- she is ready to go back down. Who goes for te- who gets blown for ten minutes? Have you gotten blown for ten minutes in your life? We've talked about it before. The, my conception of time while engaged in sex is just it's out the window. I don't know how I don't know how much time passes when that stuff's happening. You're gonna like this guy's. But no, ten minutes seems very long for a full blow. Yeah, but maybe the same thing's happening to him. Maybe it was like two minutes. Yep, yeah, almost definitely. Uh, you're gonna like this guy's euphemism. He's got a good one. After a while, I tell her I'm about to blow, and she goes harder until I finish. She didn't let up until all the poison is drawn into the, into the baggie. <laughs> the, the poison. Uh, what's the name of the dog from Family Guy? Brian. So, Brian Avatar with the name Babylonian Jew. <laughs> I have prior information about this parlor and was able to get windy when I dropped by last Wednesday afternoon. She's a middle-aged provider with beautiful titties. I couldn't control myself from copying a feel, and I'm glad she didn't mind. Yeah, I'm glad too. She gave gave me a decent massage and took her time before making me flip. It was relaxing with a hint of sensuality. Paid for kind of blowjob and can see she was eager to make me come. Yes, she wanted to move on. She jerked me off for a bit while I was squeezing her titties and rubbing her nipples. I love it when the provider can deep throat without gagging. Wendy had no problem taking my whole cock in. She definitely did a great job and made me come with great satisfaction. Do you do you like having your balls sucked? Eh. No, I don't like it. They're, they're too sensitive. Yeah, I think that there's guys who have like low sensitivity balls. They 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 enjoy that, but that's crazy. Any sort of like contact with my balls is usually not good. It's got to be really, method- really gentle. Really methodical. Really gentle. Just like sort of, anyway. Um, Babylonian Jew. <laughs> Babylonian Jew. What other, give me, give me town. Cause I, I know. I, I'm going to do Hicksville. Hicksville's shitty. Well, I, it's a, I guess it's a fine neighborhood. Yo. I'm so glad I don't live in New York anymore. I'm going to read one from Rizzo. Rizzo? Yeah, who's got a uh, red pepper as his uh, <laughs> avatar. Went in about 45 minutes before they closed. I rang the bell and was met by Lydia. She was very skinny and flat. She was wearing shorts and a T-shirt. She wouldn't take the mask off, but I have to guess she was in her late 40s. Massage was okay, not much pressure, but some teasing. On the flip, I grabbed her flat ass, and she and she asked what I want. I asked for everything, but she said handjob or, or covered full service only because she won't remove the mask. She wanted 120, but we settled on 100. You cheap fuck. She must have used a whole bottle of lube because it was all over her and her very hairy box. She rode me for a bit in missionary until I shot in the cover. She didn't like her tits played with because, and because she said they were, pardon me. She didn't like her tits played with because she said they were too small. End of review. (laughs) Another thing these guys do is they flex about how they're able to talk them down on the price. It's not a great look. It's so scummy. I don't think they understand how scumbag it is. Yeah. But it's like, I don't, yeah, anyway. I don't think these guys fucking really 
when you care about the women, do you they, think you ever interacted with Rizzo? Oh, it's 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 very possible. He probably owns a deli. Mm. He probably, you know what? Rizzo probably delivers Snapple. Yes. You know what I mean? He drives the New York Seltzer van. Yeah, exactly. He's he's delivering pallets of of fucking Arizona iced teas. That's that's his day job. Okay, so NASA so NASA does not have a ton. Give me give me the other spots in there. On Long Island? Mm-hmm. You could check out Suffolk County. Okay, let's see what's going on here. Suffolk is the shits, man. They don't even have sidewalks out there. I don't know what their deal is. A lot of trailer parks. Isn't it doesn't it get nicer the further out you go? No. <laughs> Well, once you get like, once you get out what about to like Montauk, the, yeah, I mean, once you get out to Montauk and the Hamptons and shit, sure. We got, one but there's a lot of room between. Uh, I don't know, like these are all okay. Hold on, what about Mammer Mammerneck? Jeez, yeah, that's out there, man. We got Medford, Medford. Ma- Mammerneck. Ugh, you got Sayville in there? Not yet. No Sayville, man. Long Island is awful. And it's like once you get that far out, you're so yo. I don't know if people like conceive. Long Island is fucking huge. I want to read this one from Proud Father. <laughs> Go on. He's got Papa Smurf as his, as his avatar. <laughs> she welcomed me welcomed me with a greeting and flirtatious smile, and then asked me how long. I told her an hour. She proceeded to hold my hand and escort me to the room of pleasure. As Ugh. as I'm undressing, I'm thinking to myself, "This is going to be great." I laid ass naked. She came in and put a sheet over my whole body and then asked me if I wanted hard or medium. I chose medium and she gave me one of the best massages of my life, but no happy ending. She didn't even turn me over and kept me on my stomach the entire time. I asked her if that's it. She said, yes, this is a professional establishment. Boy, was I disappointed. I got dressed and paid my $60 on the way out. She gave me a VIP card and said, uh, next time come back with a wink. She said, "I'm I'm supposed to get $10 discount with the VIP card. I'm hesitant in coming back. But I guess I have to try and see if the second time around she can take care of me in a non-professional way. Wow. So I, so proud father was disappointed. Yeah, proud father was. Um, what do you think his kids do? I bet uh, I bet he works sales, right? He's he's probably he's probably like in his I would say early sixties. He probably works in sales. Probably commutes to the city uh, on the Long Island Railroad. Uh, his son. Uh, probably uh, manages like accounts receivable. Yeah, at like a um, um, like a like a car car parts like company or something sure. like that. And his daughter is probably a nurse. I think you nailed it. <laughs> she, she runs the radiology. Cl- she she runs the counter at the radiology clinic. Yeah, she works at uh at uh, North Shore Radiology. Um. This is one from Chips and Dips who said she told me to relax my butt because she was going in. Oh, oh boy, did she go in on my ass with a finger performing the ultimate HJ with uh, prostate massage combo. I exploded all over her hands, almost got it on her face, and she smiled. Got clean, cleansed of my sins and headed out of the parlor. <laughs> got cleansed of my sins? Yes. So uh, did, what, did he, go to conf- did he go take communion after? No, he just, she just washed his balls and whatnot. Let's go to, uh, okay, hold on. Give me, give me another, give me another place in New York. Oh, Rockland County. I mean, that's not Long Island. That's 
upstateish or yonkers yonkers yep yonkers oh my god oh yeah we got some in yonkers <laughs> oh yeah this one seems very popular let's check it out okay we got masturbate one two <laughs> uh we got pop and go nice. who's got charlie brown <laughs> ball sack 88 Good name. <laughs> Good name. <laughs> Lee Monkey. Yonkey Kong. Uh, and Saucy Jack, yo. What's up, Brian? Brian's in the house. We're looking at rub maps. <laughs> it's a good time. I'm going to read this one from Pop and Go. <laughs> Everybody, I want you to imagine Charlie Brown reading this. <laughs> Lemon has nice sea-sized tits and a nice ass. I got naked and laid face down, and she did the same. She gave a decent massage, but that's not why I was there. On the flip, she started with a nice bareback blowjob. Her head skills are solid. After a bit, I suited up, and we went missionary. She is tight. I had nine minutes left or less and had to make the best of it. I hate finishing with an HJ, so I got her on all fours and pounded until pounded that shit until I unloaded a huge chunk of baby batter inside of her. <laughs> oh my god! I will never get thirty minutes in a full service joint. Too rushed. We'll come back for an hour. That will work. Baby batter. Yo, these people are fucking disgusting. Uh, this guy's got a racial name I can't say. Uh, let's see. Don't know about her name, huge tits, blah massage, but who cares, LOL. Stayed on my back a little extra long because she started licking my ass and taint, which drove me crazy. Missionary and doggy, condom full service, and finished on those huge tits. Been there a few times, never disappointed, just dislike that they don't have half-hour pricing. Yeah, it seems like a jit. You want one? uh, We're going to go to Ballsack 88. Yeah. We'll we'll end on this one. She delivers a fairly standard massage. I managed to work my hands up her leg to, to find a pleasantly round Asian ass. She moved. She quickly moved to teasing at this point and then off for a hot towel and flip. She complimented me on the flip and days that I look like a, and says that I look like a bad boy. She started in on the boys while I worked my hands inside her yoga pants. She told me to be quiet and then slipped the yoga pants down and climbed to straddle my face. She was so wet. I worked my shaft while she rocked back and forth on my face and jerked my shaft. I was hoping for a 69, but finished before I could get to a second pop since I had 30 minutes and wasn't lucky with a second pop. Oh, that sucks. That's too bad. That's too bad. And I'd read one from Big Panda, but he didn't have a good experience. So I, I like to read the good experiences. Yeah, you want to read the good experiences. All right. Is that, are we calling it for the week? We'll call it for the week. We're calling it for the week. Everybody, you know what the deal is. We solved the homeless crisis. Yes. Uh, you can solve the homeless crisis by going to www.patreon.com slash worst possible timeline. Uh, you can you can throw us a couple bones there. You get a bunch of bonus episodes. Are we going to do overtime this week? We're, I feel like we got things to do. I feel like maybe we'll we'll save the overtime for next week. Okay, we can do that. Um. So everybody go on there. You get a bunch of bonus episodes. Typically, we like to go into overtime and throw a little, throw a little couple extra minutes. But uh, we're gonna, we're skipping out on you this week. We're we're busy men. We got dreams to achieve. We're getting the plane ticket to Dubai so mm. we can get on the the yacht. 
Um, and uh, yeah, hit us on Twitter, uh, twitter.com at WP Timeline. You can hit a, a get at us on there. Send us a message. Uh, leave if you want r- rub maps in your hometown. We're happy to do that for you. Send us where uh, you know where you want us to go. Um, hit the number. We'll do messages again soon. Two zero five five zero nine nine seven eight five. Call up. Leave us a message. We'll play on the show. We, I want to get this live phone thing going. We're we're close to figuring it we out. We are close. We're so close to figuring it out. Um, really, all the only step I took was I realized you can log into Google Voice on your laptop. It's a start. So once we figure out how to connect that to the soundboard or to the whatever whatever. What what editing thing do we, we use? Pro Tools? What we use Reaper. What, okay, so I'm going to watch a tutorial on how to get the phone into Reaper, and then next next time we record, we can have people call in. It'll be a proper call-in show. It'll be, we'll be proper stern uh, energy. We'll get a nice whack pack going. Um, but yeah, everybody, you know what the deal is. Hit, the, hit that shit, and uh, you know, we'll catch you next time. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend, and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.